0: Hello, greetings and salutations, welcome to the podcast that looks back at albums, movies and video games to ask anyone for seconds. I am your host Dave. How are we all? Have we all recovered from the excitement of the last few weeks? I'm not entirely sure I have. Anyway, it's album week and we're going to be looking at the often forgotten solo album by one Mr. Zach Wilde, Book of Shadows. What's going on everybody, this is Zach Wild, Black Little Society. Since I'm rolling with the 1962 Hello Kitty, I figured it would be appropriate that I play this band because they are the Cat's Pajamas. Some people say my love cannot be true Please believe me, my love, and I'll show you I'll give you all those things you thought unreal. The Sun, the moon, the stars on my field Why this one? Let's be honest when I said his name and solo album. You didn't think he had one. You just thought that away from his day job with Mr Ozzy Osbourne, Mr Wild just fronted heavy metal as Black Label Society. I mean, you would be right, but along with that he has several other ventures including solo albums, a project called Pride and Glory check out Hate Your Guts for a slice of hilarious Southern style folk, and a Black Sabbath tribute act called Zack Sabbath. Today we're going to focus on just one of these solo albums the book of shadows i think that this solo album is often overlooked in favour of his work with mr osborne and indeed with the black label society while pride and glory has a small dedicated fan base again wild's solo work with his book of shadows material is often forgotten which is a tremendous shame i remember hearing it for the first time while ironically, looking for the Pride and Glory album. As soon as I heard the Book of Shadows, the sounds of Pride and Glory were soon forgotten, and I went on a hunt to find this solo album. My searches were soon paid off, as I managed to find the deluxe edition with bonus material. Fantastic! I continued to shout about the existence of this album for many, many years, until I started this podcast and thought, what a perfect platform to shout about it. I think now... Seems a good time as any to jump headfirst into the context dump. From what information I can gather, Pride and Joy album was released in 1994 to positive reviews. The year after, Wilde played on Osborne's next studio album called Osmosis in 1995, which was met with mixed reviews but it did have the absolutely amazing track Perry Mason on it. It seems that at some point in 1995 Wilde was dismissed from Osborne's band. This is said to be due to Guns N' Roses offering Zach Wilde a spot as a second guitarist alongside Slash following a week of jam sessions with the now classic lineup. However Guns N' Roses were unable to make a decision on this potential hiring so while Wilde was still waiting on a response Osborne replaced him within his house band. Funnily enough A lot of the material that Wilde used with guns was supposedly repurposed into the Black Label Society album that was released in 1999. Anyway, going back to Book of Shadows now, I guess having been replaced in the Osborne band freed up some time for Wilde, so he wrote and recorded what would eventually become Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows was released in 1996 by Geffen Records to positive reviews before being reissued in 1999 by Spitfire Records, presumably to cash in on the then-newly-released Black Label Society album, which was also, ironically, released on the Spitfire Records label. Sadly, I couldn't find any reviews from the time, but have instead managed to track down some reviews from recent years, with thanks to my mate, The Internet. Thanks, Internet, you win again. Allmusic.com Rates the album 3 out of 5, stating, Wild songwriting skills remain weak. Although the playing is memorable, the melodies rarely are. Sputnik Music gives the album a score of 4 out of 5, stating, Booker Shadows is great listening for those who want to be put into a great mood. One user on the website Metal Archives, "No, I've got no idea either, Rates the album 74%, stating, this is emotional music done properly. Finally, decibelgeek.com, once again no idea, doesn't actually give a score but states, there are no bad songs here, just straight up acoustic rock done the Zach Wild way. With all this in mind, I think it's time to ask, anyone for seconds? So Dave, how is it? To put it simply, I love this album. I mean, why else would I choose to cover it? Sneaky move, Dave. This is a sterling solo effort from the now prolific heavy metaler. From the opening chords of Between Heaven and Hell to the final ringing notes of A Thank You Child, this is a truly personal album that reflects Wild's softer side while still managing to gut punch you with the raw emotion on display. Those expecting a guitar masterclass in shredding might be a little bit disappointed as it's not really that sort of album. Yes, there are still some wanky, wanky guitar solos in places, but they feel a lot more restrained as opposed to Zach's more, shall we call it, eccentric playing style with Ozzy Osbourne and Black Label Society. The guitar solos themselves do feel quite restrained in places and used debatably sparingly. Ultimately, it lets the lyrics speak and the music breathe. There are quite a few guitar solos on the album. I'm not gonna lie. Whether they're good or not is open to interpretation. But either way, they still feel restrained in a way where it lets the music breathe. That's what makes this such a great album. There's a lot of restraint on show. The temptation for Wilde to let his hair down and go metal thrashing mad must have been high. But fortunately we've got Black Label Society for that. This album is about melody and showing of Wilde's wide varied vocal range. Let's talk about the vocals now. They're not perfect, showing slight imperfections in Wilde's voice, but they perfectly suit the vibe of the album. Do I think another singer would have done the vocals better? Absolutely. No question about it. Do I think said singer would improve the album as a whole? Not really, because ultimately this is Zach Wilde wearing his heart on his sleeve. His vocals add to the raw emotional impact of the album. Especially on a track like Way Beyond Empty, Wilde's raspy vocals suit the mood perfectly. It's almost as if you can imagine him sat in a darkened room, surrounded by lit candles, with a two-stick guitar in hand, just belting out this absolute barnstorming track. This feeling is evident throughout, and for that, I'm quite thankful. It's this melancholy that really drives the album, burrowing its way into your ears and relating joy. Wilde even harmonizes with himself on tracks like "Throwing It All Away," and it is simply gorgeous. What is nice is that Wilde brings a Southern style flavoring with his vocals that make him stand out from other guitarists who go off to do solo albums. For me, I honestly can't imagine this album like those blues, folky, tinged vocals. The music itself is typical Zach Wilde. The guitars are solid, on point, with no frills attached. If anything, the production on the instruments does age the album slightly, as this style of reverb or echo to non-muso types, just screams of early to mid-1990s music. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but when you do hear it, it can end up a little bit jarring. The same for the tone used on the electric guitar when providing guitar servos. It seems a little bit thin. Extremely high-end with no treble or low-end, so sometimes it's a bit difficult to hear the precise nose that's played. Mind you, that's probably just Zach Wall for you. All whittle, no piddle. Anyway, moving on, there's some really nice orchestral backing on certain tracks that really adds a bit more texture to the sublime guitar playing. My only detractor of the whole album, towards the musical side, is that the drums are… they're not really exciting. It's arguable that perhaps it's done on purpose to not distract from everything else happening on the track. That's not saying it's bad. Far from it They're played with precision and execution that a drum player could only dream of. My only complaint is that they're just not exciting. Sure, there's the odd fill here and there, but I feel like they're not used to their fullest. Drums should be used to help amplify or set a mood for a track. Not just used to keep time, as they do feel like on this album. It's a small gripe, but I couldn't help notice it during my revisit of this album. The single best track off of the album is Dead As Yesterday. What can I say about it? I think it's just going to be easier to insert a clip and let the music speak for itself. Because honestly, the first time I heard this, it gave me goosebumps. Seek this out. Nothing to say. Lost without a In a child, love sometimes leaves you as dead as yesterday. Truly mesmerizing. As an album sitting comfortably at 51 minutes long, it's very tightly paced. There doesn't feel like there's any real bloat to it, and every song it's worth its weight. If I had to nitpick though, I could go without the electric echo mess that is 1 million miles away. For me, this track sticks out like a sore thumb on the album, purely because it's an all-electric track that just feels randomly slot in to pad out the runtime. Don't get me wrong, it is a good track, but it does spoil the acoustic vibe the album has. I think this is where the restrained solos go out of the window and it just makes me a little bit sad. Maybe if it was used as a Black labeled Society track on one of their albums, it'd probably sit in the mix more nicely. But on of Shadows? Nah, I'm I'm good. Especially when you consider that the following and final track, A Thank You Child, brings things to a grinding halt with its acoustic intro and orchestral backing. To have got here following the high energy 1 million miles away, it's really confusing. Overall, I think this album gets cruelly overlooked in favour of its more popular southern Rocking predecessor, Pride and Glory. That album is great, don't get me wrong, but the stripped down and more intimate nature of Book of Shadows speaks to me on a more personal level. It's raw emotional with a lot of heart and soul to boot. There is a reason why Wilde would later revisit Book of Shadows and release a sequel to it 20 years later in 2016, as opposed to another Pride and Glory album. Book of Shadows is a triumph and honestly, every self-respecting lover of guitar music should give it a try, flaws and all. Small flaws are what gives this album charm and is a more honest look at the side of Zach Wild that we don't see very often. In a way, this album kind of reminds me of the MTV Unplugged series. It's seeing an artist, not necessarily in their comfort zone, but pushing themselves to make music. It's to be commended and we need more of this, please. Thanks so much for listening. Do you agree? Disagree? Who was Ozzy Osbourne's best guitarist? Was it Randy Rhodes? Or are you more of a chugger chugger squeal Zach Wilde person? Why don't you get in contact with us? We're over on Twitter as at anyone podcast. We're also on Facebook. Just search for us. You will find us. Longer rants, rambles and considerations can be sent via email to anyone for seconds at gmail.com. Don't forget to give us a like rating review on your podcast platform of choice as it helps us grow the podcast and we can reach more ears and infect them with this weird and wonderful show. Keep an eye out as well for the occasional Twitch stream which occurs over on twitch.tv forward slash anyone podcast. This time I'm probably going to leave you with a clip from a thank you child. Thanks again, stay safe, you got this. With the touch of your hand, amidst confusion, I can see enough to understand all my fears repressed. Oh, loving you, child, it's the best. Comfort in your eyes for the warmth and sadness. World. Oh, I thank you, my child. It was you who made living all worthwhile.